empowering you with strategies to succeed. This is Jen Tringale, and you're listening to the Jen Tringale Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Jen Tringale. Hard to believe that we're already here at the end of 2020, but I know so many of us are so ready to move into a new year. Every year, we sort of like to pause and just kind of look back over this past year. And when I think back over this past year and what a wild run it has been and all of the unexpected, it can make for some interesting memories. I think back through all of the time through quarantines and I know depending on where you live in the country or even other countries, you know, That whole time just probably looked very different for all of us, but I think just coming into this season, it makes us all pause and appreciate the fact that, hey, we are here. We made it. And once again, God has been so faithful. This Christmas season, I have found a lot of comfort in doing some of the most mundane things. Making Christmas cookies this year just did something for me because it was one normal thing that I could do. And I have noticed too that just some of the more simple traditions or just getting together with friends for dinner, it just all seems to mean so much more than maybe the gifts and the things that have seemed to be such a big deal in the past. Usually on this episode this month, we laugh a lot, we tell stories, and I have asked one of my dear friends, she has been a guest on this podcast quite a few times before. She is photographer Michele Mitchell, and Michele is very sought after as a photographer. She does shoots for New York Times bestsellers, recording artists. She's done collaborations with West Elm, and the list goes on and on, and she has a tremendous story that she has been sharing through her social media. She has become quite an influencer about the house that God is building and her story of personal restoration that really coincided with this beautiful farmhouse that she purchased in Texas. I want you to enjoy the things that she shared about how God navigated her and what she's called to do through 2020. And she paints such a vivid picture that God gave her of how she was going to have to do that step-by-step. I want you to take some time, sit down, and enjoy as she shares from her heart with us. I want you to just take us back for a minute to the beginning of this year. We get two months into the year, you know, and then all this stuff of these words that we don't really know anything about the experience of like pandemic and lockdown, blah, blah, blah. All this hits. Michelle, you are a really well-known, very sought after photographer. And in some ways, like what I do, what you do is based on appointments and bookings getting on planes, going there, all that shuts down. And I know it's your heart, but it's your business. It's what you do. What was that moment like for you? And what got you through that initial, you know, hump of what is going on? Yeah. Well, the beginning of 2020 was interesting for me because I actually went to, I'll back up to February. I went to Israel for the first time uh, with my dad. He took a group and it was life-changing and amazing. And 
all the things you hear about Israel. So when we got on the plane to go to Israel, the whole pandemic word was kind of starting. I had no idea what that even meant for us, you know, but we had just kind of started hearing about the virus and this pandemic possibly hitting the United States. And so we go over to Israel and within 10 days, by the time we landed back in the States, we beat lockdown, I think by, I mean, it was just a few days in Israel. So we got back to the United States. You and I even talked on the phone, you know, when it kind of first started and I'm not going to lie, like, it was just a whole new ball game for the business and obviously faced major unknowns in late February, all through March, all through April, April. I had no way of knowing like what business would look like for 2020. Photography is very much on the end of a family's priority list as far as essential things they're going to pay for. So I thought, oh goodness, Lord, like what does this mean for the photography business? Am I going to be able to travel places? Are people going to book, you know, photo shoots anymore? What is this going to look like? And like everyone else, I mean, the beginning of March through I'd say end of April was full of just, I don't know, just unknowns. And you and I kind of talked about that whole word that I felt like in prayer, the Lord gave me, you know, the pivot. And so I knew that he was speaking that to me and I knew it was just going to be something new coming in 2020. And I mean, I could shoot weddings and family shoots and headshot sessions almost in my sleep just because I've done it so long. And I don't know, as I prayed and stuff, I just, I heard that word and I felt like it was going to be new, even in the chaos and the unknown. If I tuned into what he was saying, there was gonna be something new in 2020 And now in December, I can testify that, I mean, he's miraculously carried me through, carried the business through. There has been a lot of pivoting and shifts and new things that have come. And so it's been just an interesting, crazy year for me and the business. I can remember you and I like touching base with each other, like going, what, what do you think this is going to be? And, you know, just sort of like everybody trying to catch our breath and get our footing in a moment like that. And I remember you and I, Michelle, talking about like, this is undoubtedly a moment, which I think really became a year of finding out what was really true to you. Yeah, absolutely you know, like what you really believe and our confidence in the faithfulness of God. Absolutely. It just elevated. I don't know if it's right to say a higher level or went so much deeper. Right. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But don't you feel like that was like the journey of 2020 for you? Yeah, absolutely. When the pressure was on early in March, like I said, in April, I had to dig deep and ask myself the question of what and who really is my source. You know, I used to play basketball. (laughs) A lot of people don't know that that's going to be a surprise to a lot of people. And I told you, I heard that word pivot. The Lord spoke to me, but in basketball terms, you know, I remember being younger and, and I would basically the defense, what would happen was the defense would trap you when you had the ball and they called it trapping. And that's when you had the ball and there was really no way out and you would, you know, lose the game, lose the play or whatever. And I would hear my dad's voice over the crowd yell out, pivot, Michelle, pivot right or pivot left. And I realized mm-hmm. that my dad had a vantage point on the court that I didn't have. So in times that I thought I was stuck or the game was over, all I had to do was pivot. And that pivoting gave me, I was same place doing the same thing, but it gave me a new vantage point opportunities and stuff. So I listened to my father's voice and I could see the court in the new way, even standing in the same place. And so I feel like with business, I was kind of in this point in March 
April where the defense and everything was pressuring in. I was, I didn't really know what to do. I felt a little bit stuck and hopeless and like, how am I going to make a living this year? What am I going to do? And I told you that I heard my father's voice say, pivot, Miss Shaley, we're going to pivot. I'm going to show you new strategies and new ways and new ways of doing things. You know, like I know I heard the voice of the Lord in March, you know, the Holy Spirit is never out of ideas. 2020 did not take him by surprise. And even in business, I just started digging deep and tuning in to, in ministry, into what he was telling me to do and what directions to go. And it's so crazy that the pressure has brought this forth, but I feel like I've grown probably more in 2020 in business. And as a person, even in like the way the ministry is unfolding and than any other year because of having to think creatively and it's been a very innovative year. There've been new things that have been brought because of that shift and new perspectives. And it's just been interesting and opening the Lord has so showed himself faithful despite all my worry and (laughs) concern and fear, you know, he has carried me through 2020. So I love that. Well, and what I appreciate about you, even though what you're known for is your incredible artistic eye in design and skill as a photographer, you have shared a lot of your journey and those sort of truths that God has given you throughout this year. You shared a lot of those through your social media. I mean, as your friend, I've watched that you've really been a stabilizing force to a lot of people you know, through this, because truth is universal. You might do something totally different, but the truth that stabilizes when it's the truth that comes from the word of God, it doesn't just work for one. It works for all of us. It's good. Yeah. I've loved watching that. Just even your voice. I feel like your voice has really sort of hit a new place of being amplified through this year. And those things that keep you solid have stabilized others. Have you heard feedback a lot about that through the year of people going, you just have no idea. I just needed that in this moment. Well, a little bit. I think, you know, a couple of years back, I think for anyone who's followed the story of the home and the restoration story, you know, I feel very called to authenticity and sharing my life. Like I talk about, you know, restoration. And so my journey with the Lord and healing and, you know, into healing and wholeness. And, you know, I think I kind of started bringing people along on that journey with me a couple of years ago, and we've all kind of journeyed together and I've stayed true to those things that the Lord's done and brought those same principles. Like you said, truth is truth into 2020, even in the the hardest, most challenging years of our life. And you know, thankfully from watching my journey, you know, he's ministered to them and they've applied it in their own journeys through 2020. And I believe that there's never been a time that we need restoration, you know, the world that more than right now. So I believe that it's a right now word and sharing it. I just share my journey, you know, as I'm, I'm walking it out, I just like, you know, for anybody that follows me, they know that. I've heard so many people say this year, that something about just relationships is what it's all about this year oh, yeah. more than ever before. And of course you can see that because of the whole social distancing vibe that's being thrown at everybody. And you just are so thrilled to be together. And I know some families can't because of maybe where they live or restrictions or whatever, but friends, family, there's just something, I think God connections are just highlighted in our lives. And maybe some people have really had to contend for those relationships and fight for them and work through really hard things. You know, it's been a tense year, but there's just something about sliding into the holiday time 
and just getting to grab your loved ones and give them a hug or just sit around it and laugh. I think laughing together has probably got to be the gift we all need the most this year. It's the best. It's much needed medicine for the end of our 2020s. Just 2020, I know was tough for everybody, but I personally had, you know, you know, this is my friend, like the loss of my nanny and that was huge. And so it's kind of like, I just had this renewed appreciation for times that we yeah. all get together and renewed like need to just be with family and cherish the moments, put the phone down, like spend time, like you said, laugh. It's so true. That. So I'm looking really, really forward to it. So, yeah, it's so, so true. I'll never forget this year, friend, when you and I both watched our beloved grandmothers move to heaven within like three weeks of each other. Yeah. You know, you were mentioning before about your strength of empathy. Boy, it does give you such an empathy because everybody typically has, you know, had somebody go on, you know, and the holidays just brings that place, maybe that ache up in your heart. And so you just want to grab onto each other a little bit tighter. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't wait for those part. I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) Well, I just want to thank you for your friendship this year and watching your journey has really been a place of strength to me. I know we've been there for each other, but it really has. And yours for me too. So that's that. And it's just good to know who's in your corner, isn't it? Yeah. It's so, so true. Wow, I loved everything she shared about that pivot story. And what a picture. I loved the moment that she shared when she remembered how her dad would be up in the stands watching out for her and cheering her on and how God just showed her that even in a year like this, you know, that she was not alone. And the voice of her father rising above the crowd saying, pivot, Michelle, pivot. Oh my goodness. I remember her calling me and telling me about, you know, what God had spoken to her heart. And I think we both had tears over the phone just going, he's getting us what we need. And it's so, so true. I hope that spoke to your heart. I know sometimes the holidays, you know, we want them to be hyped with joy. Sometimes they can be hard moments and hard places for so many of us. I know this Christmas is very different for me and my family with my grandmother having moved to heaven just a few months ago. But I will tell you in a strange way, even though that relationship is no longer present in my life on this side, of heaven. There still seems to be an emphasis this year that has been put on relationships. And I believe one of the reasons that is, is because God is highlighting to us the things that we should value most in this life. And one of those certainly are relationships. And I want to encourage you this year to take stock in the equity you have in relationships in your life. Some that you've had maybe for 10, 20 years, those long-term relationships, maybe you've had to fight for those this year, but I want to encourage you to do just that. Go back and have conversations again. Again, pick up the phone, send the text message because I believe they're worth fighting for. The other thing I want to point out to you is to maybe really take stock in those new relationships that have come into your life. Listen, the truth is 
the places that God has for you and I to go, typically what we need to walk into those, he put on the inside of people that are around us. But we never get to partake in that if we don't engage in those relationships and divine key connections that God brings into our life. And so I want to encourage you to just maybe pause here at the end of this year. Maybe it means stealing a quiet moment and just making a list and saying, who are those people that maybe I don't totally know? Why are they in my life? Why am I in their life? Let God speak to you about that and make room for those. I released a podcast along with this episode this month about making room for him. And it comes from a line in that song, Joy to the World. And it talks about preparing him room. And that is such a key moment. It's such a key truth for us in this moment right now. But I want to encourage you to do the same thing with people that are in your life. And those things that we need to value, make room for those. And don't just fill it up with casual conversation all the time. There's nothing wrong with that. But maybe just open up those places for those relationships to go where they need to go. There's a reason why God puts each other in one another's lives. There's a reason why the people that are in your heart are in your heart. And there's just something about our quality of life when we begin to make room for what is most valuable, that our quality of life just begins to skyrocket. Isn't it interesting that in a year like 2020, maybe we're learning that lesson like never before, that it really isn't the stuff. It's not the status symbols. It's not the car we drive. It's not the house we live in. It's not the clothes we wear, but it's the things that God has placed in our lives that are life-giving, that feed one another. These are the places where the value of life really exist. So I hope in this season that those things stand out to you big time. I know that they have done that for me. Whether it's tracking down a book that's a favorite of yours and giving it to a friend just because it means something to you, all those things that go a little deeper and have meaning to us just seems like in a year like 2020, they're really going a long way. I want to thank each one of you as our listeners for being on the journey of this podcast with me this year. When I think back through this year, the guests that we've had on this podcast this year and the stories they've shared with us, the truth that they have brought, they have just been incredible. I was just actually looking through a little bit of the emails, the messages, and the feedback that so many of you have sent this year, and it's just been incredible. We had a couple on the podcast this year as guests that have been great friends that launched something called the Misfit Toy Society. And they really carry a heart and a mission to reach out to our veterans and those that are serving in the armed forces and reaching into those issues in the lives that they're walking in that the rest of us don't know anything about because of the things they've experienced and witnessed. And we got an email from a mother And she said, I want to thank you for the story that Duke and Shannon Krieger shared that launched the Misfit Toy Society because of what we've been walking through with our son that came home from serving overseas. And he's been dealing with depression and in and out of dealing with suicide. And she said the things that they shared for the first time, I understood his journey and it's been healing our relationship. I feel like we are more available to him and have more empathy for him 
because now we get it just a little bit more. So many of you wrote in from their story. And if you haven't yet, I want to encourage you to go on social media, find the Misfit Toy Society, maybe go back and listen to that podcast or share it with a friend. It was so powerful, the things that they shared. And then I think of another guest we had just a few months ago, Christian recording artist Kathy Tricoli. She brought so much truth about her journey of having to learn to walk in authenticity and how to walk in your authentic self that God made. It was such a powerful story. And honestly, it was one that I think you all replayed and must have listened to over and over again because it was one of our most popular podcasts this year. If you haven't heard that conversation with Kathy Tricoli, I encourage you to go back and listen to it again, especially as we're getting ready to go into a new year. So many incredible things that God has done in all of our lives. In my life, I think of how he sustained us, how he was faithful to us. I just remember getting, you know, halfway through the year and all the places I thought I was scheduled to be and everything just sort of canceling and coming to a standstill. And just like Michelle shared with us that pivot word, there was a pivot. And I know so many of you probably have similar stories as this, but it was like when we pivoted, there was new things, new places to step in and speak to and new things to do. That was certainly the experience that I had this year and that my team had. I'm so grateful that 2020 did not catch God by surprise. And though it's taken a new place of faith and a new place of trust, I'm so grateful for it, aren't you? The reality of the person of Jesus in all of our lives has certainly gone to a new level. And I am excited about walking into a brand new year with a greater reality of Him, Christ in you, Christ in me, the hope of glory. There are days when life gets tough and circumstances and situations, emotions, feelings are just hitting me in the face. But the reality of his presence in me and me with him is that stabilizing force. Whatever 2021 holds for all of us, I know this, there's no way that I want to walk into that brand new year without holding on tight to that fresh, brand new, close-up reality of Jesus and who he is to me, in me, and for me. And listeners, I pray that same thing for you. We've got so many brand new things coming up for this podcast in 2021. Listen, we are going to start out the year strong. We have some brand new, I want to tell you about it right now so bad, but my team is waving me off. They're cutting me off. We're going to be announcing it at the head of the year, but all of it is just to be a help and just an encouragement and a tool really for you on the path of destiny. So stay tuned, share the podcast with friends, people that you think of that come to mind. I'm just really excited about what 2021 holds for all of us. And I'm really excited about continuing to take that journey together. Listeners, soak up this time, enjoy it, take a deep breath, let God speak to your heart. And let's go into 2021 full of joy, full of life, and full of expectation that God is taking you and I from glory to glory. We'll see you back here next time. Bye-bye.